Oh my god, how long uh, is this gonna take? Okay, last one, last one. Oh god. Oh god. Ooh, $20. Oh, oh my god. Whew. I can't believe that took a whole week. <laughs> Glad you're finally out. You hungry? Oh my god. Thank you for like running out and grabbing me burgers every so often. <laughs> That's what I do. Well, I mean, you also put me in the blocks in the first place. It's the least you could do. Right. Right. Sorry about that, by the way. Could I at least have some of that? Are you going to spend some of that 20 on me? Yeah, sure. Take it. The fuck? This is a This is a dollar. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Yes, sir. And we do not get incredibly painful back aches. <laughs> I mean, we try not to. We try not to, but you know, sometimes blocks fall, you know, it happens. Yeah. But blocks fall. But I want to forget about that and put it in the back of my brain to just be shoved away forever. And let's move on with more Mega Man 11. Yes. So, what should we do next? Well, I think we have time to actually go through two bosses now. Because I think we've laid yes. the groundwork for mostly how the game is going to progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just going to be different skins, so to speak. In terms of how they actually, you know implement the conveyance of their gameplay dynamics yeah <laughs> i feel the excitement just <laughs> beaming off of you i'm ready i'm ready to go <laughs> i could totally tell How I'm, about only half, uh, I'm only a two-thirds one-third done my tea so far so oh well how about i give you this, ready how about Get i give ready. you this tab how about i give you this random tab you put it on your tongue, and then we'll go into the next stage. That's funny. That's, that's a funny joke, Zach. <laughs> I think you'd call that uh, acid. What do you, what, yeah, that's what it is. Man. <laughs> Thanks for putting in that sound effect, Paul. It was very encapsulating of the joke. Acid man! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we start if off. You haven't guessed yet. That's the level we're doing, everyone. Yeah, no, we're not actually doing acid. That would be a bit much for right now. Uh, don't do, don't do acid, kids. It's bad for yeah, you. Yeah, probably, probably bad idea. Yeah, I mean, talk to your local priest or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's standard platforming that starts off this introduction, leading into an interesting mechanic uh, with these, I guess, acid shooting pipette robots. Cool. Um, which is going to carry throughout the entirety of this level, which is, um, the changing shades of the water level, which eventually become acid. Right. So it starts off as non-toxic water, which is blue. And then every time the pipette shoots a little bit of the, I don't even know what it is, the substance, the chloric acid, but like, Mm -hmm. it's like kind of acid, but... It seems to not really immediately turn it into acid. It goes into phases. So it starts off as water, then goes to a yellowish substance, then a reddish substance, and then finally the green acid. Yeah. So the trick here, the mechanic that they're conveying is that uh, you can, you need to, you have to kind of approach this in different ways. Because you can just let the pipette robot shoot you. Or you can try and dodge it, but it might end up in the water, which then changes the shade of the water to potentially make it more acidic. Um, But you can also try and aim your shots to take out the acid before it hits the water to make sure that you do not have to worry about the uh, platforming segments that are to come. Right. So it kind of gives you a new strategic layer to how you should approach these these elements. Yeah, like a long-term strategy for the level exactly because the pipette robots and mo- and the water pools themselves stretch for long periods within an area yeah 
So if you end up uh, negating the acid or like having the acid take effect in the beginning, it goes on for quite a while throughout that area. Yeah. So it's more of a strategic decision. How do you want to play this? Do you want to try and just take out the robot and ignore the acid and hope and see that the water can kind of, you know, take one or two hits of the acid before becoming damaging? Or do you want to focus on taking out the projectiles to preserve your method of moving forward easily? Or, you know, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting way to start off a stage and an interesting mechanic. Yeah. It's kind of like um, deciding your own difficulty almost. Uh-huh. Uh, because you can easily just ignore the acid shots and make the plat- make every yeah. area toxic if yeah, you want. Yeah, just make it like hard platforming. You could just make it hard platforming for the sake of making it hard. It's really up to <laughs> you. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting mechanic because, I mean, I mean, for all the reasons that we've spoken about for the past three minutes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rehash what I just said. Right. Uh, but I am a fan of that. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Um. Then as you move forward, it introduces the shield enemy in a harmless manner. You know, those enemies yes, that just those, move back and back. forth. Yes, they're a, a Mega Man staple. Mm. Uh, but something interesting, uh, again, they're conveyed in a good manner. Uh, the first instance of them coming up to you, they actually can't or don't move all the way to the entrance where you come in. So you don't have to worry about getting hurt. And you actually have a second to take in the action that they do. Yeah. Um, but also something else that is conveyed, if you so choose, is, um, staggering. Staggering shielded enemies. What do you mean? So, you may try, while you're in that area, to, you know, destroy the robot, obviously. Um, normally what you would want to do is charge up your, your attack, and then try and hit it when its back is turned. Uh, but granted, it moves pretty fast, so you might not get it on the first go. So assuming that's the case, you're probably going to hit it when the shield is coming at you, in which case you've charged up a full power shot, the shield is, cu- is facing you, you hit that front shield, and you notice that a full charge shot actually doesn't do nothing, it actually staggers the enemy. They didn't take damage, but they are defenseless okay. for about two seconds. Oh, yeah. So, that's, you can use that to your advantage. That is new. It's a new mechanic, so you can actually use that to your advantage if you couple it with the double gear system, where, say, you stagger them, it's two seconds in normal time, but if you use the speed gear, that doubles it to four seconds, so you can actually have a ton more time to actually get off the quicker shots. Nice. So again, it's a new layer of interaction with the enemy. Nice. And it makes you like really think like how can I best use this situation and the tools that I have to my advantage. Yeah, I I like that. It also makes it a little more realistic. Exactly. I mean, if you got hit with a giant charge shot, you're not going to just shrug it off like it's nothing. Yeah. Just imagine a giant laser beam came. You put your shield up. Obviously, got, the yeah. shield would impact it, but your your body wouldn't be able to. Yeah, it's goddamn like Mega you, Man. Come on. You would stagger back. You would take a second. So that's actually a pretty interesting idea, and I'm honestly surprised it took 11 iterations to put it in, but (laughs) you know what? I think it's a good idea here. Let's keep it moving forward. Yes. Um, Something that's not really conveyed super well is the spider enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, In my opinion, it's not super well. Um, So the deal with those enemies is if you hit them with a normal shot... They spawn little spider babies that come chasing after you. Uh, But if you hit them with a charge shot, they just go away and don't spawn anything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an interesting idea, but the thing is they always start at the top of the screen. And if you're playing Mega Man the way that everybody else plays Mega Man, by constantly charging your attacks, you're never really going to see initially how the... The how the ro- how the spider of... concept works. Yeah. Because it's always at the top of the screen and it gives you a second to charge up. Right. If it started at the bottom of the screen, maybe they would be more inclined to try and shoot it. But because it's off screen, high up or a point where you can't actually jump and shoot, your only 
recourse as a first-time player of the area is to charge your shot and bide your time. And then by that time, when it's come down, you hit it with the charge shot, and you don't actually see the other thing that it can do. Right. So, personally, I don't think that's implemented as well as it could be. Okay. That's a good point. But that's just me. Maybe I'm thinking too deep into this. No, I agree. Like, that's definitely the first thing you do is charge your shot. Yeah, I mean, it's like the commandments of Mega Man. Thou shalt Mm -hmm. always be charging thine shot. (laughs) And thou shalt always be jumping. That's it. That's the two commandments, the two Mega Manments. (laughs) Thou shalt (laughs) always be charging thine shot. We'll make a we'll make a new one. It'll be great with yeah. you know with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> you know what? Forget the, the Mega Man. <laughs> Forget the Mega Man. And I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna build my own Lunar Lander. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, oh geez. Okay, we're almost at 11 minutes, and we're only halfway in. Uh, Paul, yeah. can you take a quick break? Can you put in the break sound effect? But like, but like longer, but like longer, Paul. Okay, welcome back. Yeah. Okay, I've refocused, and I'm ready to go, and we're going to speed it up a little bit more. All right. So, in the underwater acid areas, um, I'm going to talk about them all kind of at once, because it happens about three times. Yeah. And the only difference is that the platforming gets a little harder each time. Yeah. So, the sections are water physics-based. With a ton of spikes. Yeah, and currents. And currents, yeah. So the water physics is basically that you can jump a lot higher, which, again, the difficulty stems not from being able to jump higher, but being able to manage your jumps, because usually at the top of the screen are spikes. Yeah. So you'd want to manage your jump height so you don't actually hit the top. And then, to your point, Joey, they couple that again with the current which makes you move in a certain direction a lot faster. Yeah, in the direction of spikes. Exactly. So they'll probably be moving you in a direction of more spikes. Yeah. 
which makes for an interesting difficulty challenge. And then they augment that uh, three different times. Again, trying to mirror the theming of the level itself by saying blue is the easiest, yellow is medium, and red is hard. They actually do a similar thing with the acid areas here. Uh, blue, again, starting it off easy, relatively easy platforming underwater, yellow a little bit harder, and then red to the point where they just fill the goddamn screen with spikes, rotating platform areas that lead you into spikes, enemies <laughs> that come out of nowhere. Like, again, it's about theming that difficulty level with the yeah. uh, imagery of the acid. It's a good progression. It is, and it thematically makes sense. It difficulty wise makes sense. It just it, it all makes sense. Yeah. Very well done. Give yourselves a pat on the back, Capcom. I said I said Capcom, not you. Uh, you what did? Are you Capcom? I thought you said Batman. <laughs> what? You're Batman? Oh shit! I mean, I thought you said. Uh, <laughs> quick, Paul, cut Sorry. that out. <laughs> Don't let anybody know his secret. <laughs> anyway we'll move on so nobody knows uh distraction yeah. so there's a mini boss about halfway into the sec the yellow um acidic section with the mm-hmm. giant scrubbing robot yeah why is there a giant scrubbing robot i don't know as why a mini boss so big? i don't know does it really need to be in there to like clean the pipe also, it doesn't seem like it's doing much cleaning. It just seems like it's, like... Making a mess. Making more of a mess by dropping more of those robots in there. Yeah. I mean, we saw a lot of the debris that is in the pipes themselves. It's just dead robots. <laughs> which Megan's is weirdly morbid. Yeah, Megan's Man's the one blowing them up and cleaning out that shit. It's causing more mess. Yeah. Also, it's weirdly morbid that, like, you know, these robots are semi-sentient and the acid chambers just fill with dead ones. True. It's like if you were in a, in a waterway and you just saw skeletons everywhere. Yeah. Basically. You know, E for horrifying. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rated E for every child. <laughs> but anyway, this robot doesn't do a very good job cleaning. So that's no. why we have to crush it with blocks. Yeah. Otherwise, it Thank- seems pretty difficult. Otherwise, it seems pretty difficult. But when you crush it with blocks, and especially the power power gear blocks, yeah. you just bury it with 16 blocks, which I know from experience hurts. Only a bit, though. <laughs> only a bit. I'm only mildly in traction. Anyway... Uh, this is a weirdly inspired, but weirdly dumb boss for this area. Yeah. It's like in Mega Man X, where in, um, Spark Mandrill stage, it just had, like, that right. electric robot with a water... Yeah, like, like current sticky around water it. shit. Yeah, it's, like, weirdly inspired, but weirdly dumb all at the same time. Yeah. Like, I get how it could feasibly be in a stage like this from a conceptual standpoint, but I think you could have done better. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't really give the, I didn't really give the other disc robot mini boss as much shit because, you know, it stacks itself on top. It's like oval blocks. Yeah. Not all blocks need to be square. Is that... A fact? I think block means cube. No. I thought block meant, you know, you make sure that nobody gets past the defensive tight end. (laughs) Oh, wait, wrong block. Um, Anyway, that's the mini boss. Um, Not really much else to talk about there. Um, Again, uh, there's a difficulty increase again. Similar concept that we talked about before with the pools of water and the pipette robots, just adding in a lot more enemies and more pipette robots, more chances for the water to actually turn into acid. Yeah. And actually in each area that you come to, the water actually is one step closer to becoming acid each time. Right. It like starts yellow. 
Yeah, like after you get past the yellow, it starts off yellow. And if you pass the red, it starts off red. So that means that there's it takes less pipette shots to turn it into acid. Right. Um. So I don't want to really retread the same ground there. So I think we're good to go. Uh, There is one thing I want to talk about, just in an ironic, an ironic sense. Um, At the end of the stage, there is a sign. Right before you're about to go in, that shows uh, a Met falling into the acid and dissolving with a warning <laughs> symbol there. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like, why didn't you put this warning in the beginning? Right. It it's just like, seems ironic that you put it right at the end. It's I like, think it's a joke. No, I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, by it's the like, way. <laughs> yeah, by the way, just in case you didn't notice, that acid is painful. <laughs> It's like, no shit, Sherlock! For the really novice players. (laughs) I wonder why I'm getting hurt. I thought it was just water. (laughs) Definitely can't be because the stage is called Acid Man Stage. I thought it was green. It was apple juice. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was green apple apple juice. (laughs) I should try drinking it. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about Acid Man. Yes. Let's talk about acid, man. So, yeah, you put a tab on your tongue and... No, wrong acid! <laughs> we keep getting off track. Um, so, Acid Man is a robot with... Uh, he brings up an acid shield that can absorb your normal shots and shoots acid pellets, I guess, in an arcing ma- fashion. Yes. Uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, interesting, because it's like a defensive and offensive move. Yeah, true. So... It's kind of a cool little power-up that I think, uh, I hope that we get, because it (laughs) sounds like it would be really cool. I hope we get it. Uh, But as the fight progresses, again, double gearing, uh, he he activates the speed gear and starts swimming under the acid and then quickly uh, emerging from it to, again, shoot a bunch of acid in a downward arc at you. Yeah. But Um, you can still hit him when he's down there, I think. Oh, yeah? With Might be able to hit him with blocks or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, actually, just using the blocks actually completely disintegrates yeah. his um, his shield and causes him to stagger and takes a lot more damage. So, mm. good thing we did block man first. Oh, yeah. But then once you take him out, you get the beautiful little acid barrier. Acid barrier. That's so classic. So classic. Very Mega Man. Very beautiful. I am a big fan. Stars abound. Let's do an internet backstory. Internet backstory. Oh, yeah. Nice. I know. That was that was a great transition. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Don't judge me because my only idea of humor is yelling. <laughs> Personality. Originally, a robot with wide knowledge of chemistry. Acid Man spends his time measuring every amount of chemical stored inside various tanks. However, he is described to be a perfectionist and will throw a tantrum if any measurement is tampered with or ruined. Spending much of his time swimming in chemical vats has earned uh, Acid Man the nickname Acid Merman. He apparently doesn't like this nickname, as (laughs) the other plant employees only ever call him that behind his back. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, interesting little facts of trivia. Acid Man can actually be seen traversing the chemical stream at several different points in the background as Mega Man travels through his stage. Um, granted, he does not attack. He is more just there to, you know, be ominous. Thing, actually, that we can talk about. Acid Man's weakness to block dropper, right, might be a reference to acid bricks, a type of brick that is highly resistant to chemicals. Okay. <laughs> An interesting, interesting, and potentially not true point, but I yeah. mean, has the internet ever lied true. to me? Yeah. Is manufacturer, Acid Man manufacturer, <sighs> okay. Mecha... Mechachukets Institute of Robology um, is a reference to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. 
<laughs> that sounds kind of familiar, actually. So let me say that again. Massachusetts Institute of Robology. God. That is too much pun for me. That, that is trying a little too hard. That is like whoopty doopity doop. I gotta I gotta take a break. I need to lay down. That was so much. Internet backstory over. Internet backstory. Oh my god, I need to lay down after that before we go into the next stage here. Um, oh, Joey, shit. there's a big problem though. I can't lay down. <laughs> yes, I keep bouncing. I Why is everything I'm laying on bouncing? <laughs> this is not fun. I just want to rest. Paul, make it stop. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so don't step on those. Uh, what is that? Is it a ball? I've never seen a ball that bouncy. You haven't seen bouncy balls? They're not the ones that make you perpetually bounce. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like the gang's figured it out, but we're in Bounce Man stage. Yes, and this is like nothing I've ever seen before. The medium amount of bouncing is just unheard of. There's so much bouncing in this stage. <laughs> Mega Man and bouncing, I just find not that don't go together. It's the platforms bounce, bounce on balls, Mega Man bounces. <laughs> like, bouncing is so it's- much fun and, like, jolly, and Mega Man is so serious. <laughs> oh, It's like, I- he's, like, not in his element. No, neither am I. <laughs> this is not my favorite element. But it's still amazing. I, I got to... It's fun in its own way, but... It's not my favorite mechanic, I gotta say. Just because of how finicky sometimes bounce angles can be. Yeah. Especially when you try to make it like precision platforming with bouncing platforms. Mm-hmm. Anyway... So, as you start off here, it's conveyed pretty quickly that momentum is definitely a thing in Mega Man 11. Right. And that these platforms will abide by Newton's laws. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Robo-Newton? <laughs> uh, is Newton in this in this universe? New- 
Tan Robot ro- Robot Newton. We'll work on that. <laughs> We're gonna workshop that name and come back to it. All right. Um this is conveyed uh, so you can convey that by jumping at these balls um that show up within the stage, they'll be bounced around like crazy. Uh, depending on whether or not you're actually holding the jump button while you do it or letting it go, depending on how far away the balls are mm-hmm. from each other in an upward upward facing manner. Um, it all really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just being pissy. It's not really my favorite mechanic, but you know what? It does a good job at Changing up the platforming gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you move through this stage, um, there are balloon enemies that uh, convey that by killing even those enemies themselves, you may not actually have removed the the threat. Mm-hmm. Not even the threat, the obstacle, per se. Right. Because uh, once you kill the enemy that's being held up by the balloons, you would expect the balloons to float away. These are not normal balloons. They just kind of stay in place, and they are metal balloons. You can tell. (laughs) They are metal balloons. There's so much detail that it's so good. They can make it apparent that they're metal balloons with adding little bolts and stuff, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. You don't even have to second guess that they are metal balloons. It's very uh, good aesthetic here for the art design. Yeah. To convey to the player that, like, look, this is not your average balloon, so you might want to try not ramming into it with your forehead. <laughs> uh, but it does make a new static obstacle if you don't get rid of the balloons, and you can actually only get rid of the balloons with a fully charged up shot. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind. Uh, as you move in to the stage a little bit more, the main mechanic of this stage, aside from bouncing, is introduced, which is... <laughs> that which is that just just <laughs> that did you get it let me do let me let me do it one more time <laughs> are you slapping yourself zach it's hand slaps you got it <laughs> uh, hand slaps are the name of this game so weird Okay, I have a question in this robot world. What purpose does this serve? <laughs> oh, God. Most things in here have a, a semblance of purpose. Does, what do does, the slapping robots serve? What does any... What does Bounce Man serve? Well, we'll get to that later, oh, but... Yeah. We gotta enter a back... No, don't play the music. It's not right now. Uh, we're gonna talk about him later, but... I don't understand in universe what the slapping robot hands are for. I don't know. Are they like ticket taker robots <laughs> and like they their hands go away after you insert a ticket to get into like a, a ride? And why are they like, like I'm human hands? Really stretching. They are human hands. They're like giant slap happy fingers. Yeah. I feel like uh, why would you make that? <laughs> It's like one of those robots where you push a button, it opens up and pushes the same button to close itself. <laughs> it's like, why did you make that? Just to say that you could make it? Yeah, it's like just some like robotics students project. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I did a thing that's completely useless, but I did it. Yeah, I learned lessons. Like, yeah, I, lear- <laughs> I learned how to apply my knowledge in a way that benefits absolutely nobody. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a real scientist, mom. <laughs> anyway, let's keep moving forward here because I could talk about that all day, yes. but we only have so much time. Yeah. Um these bouncing ball enemies uh that just kind of adorn the the world here. Um bounce again. Everything <laughs> in this stage bounces. Yeah. If you like, even the enemies. Yeah, everything. So they bounce when they're hit. And then they'll bounce off of bouncy platforms while you're bouncing on bouncy platforms to avoid the bouncing robot bouncing on the bouncy platforms. There's so much bouncing! It's like, basically, just the bouncy house. 
It's a it is a bouncy house. That's the friggin' only that's the mechanic here. We're in a bouncy it's house. bouncing. It's so, like, is this a dream? But there's no depth to this. No. Like, at least in the other stages so far, the mechanics had some kind of depth that could be exploited to make it harder or more difficult, like or make it challenging. Yeah. Like, the concept of a bouncy platform is like the concept of an icy platform. It's like, right. you don't have to think anymore past that point. There's no point other than just to make it, it slightly different platforming. Exactly. Like, it, it's once you put in... It's the icy platform conundrum. Because once you put in an icy platform, the ice physics take care of the difficulty. And then all you have to think is like, well, how can I make it harder? Well, why don't we just give them less leeway on the platform yeah. and make them smaller? Mm. And it's like, okay, fine, but that's that's like such a cop out. Yeah, there's it's like there's no, so many there's no like creativity to it. No, again, like I appreciate the level design and it's very good for what it is. Um, it just I feel like there's lost potential. Like, again, give me a few minutes to think of a better way to implement the bounce mechanic and i'll get back to you uh but honestly i think it's just another one of those ice platform cop-outs yeah yeah that nobody likes but they do it anyway just to kind of pad out the difficulty Mm -hmm. because they ran out of ideas yeah like if i were to come back and play this game i wouldn't want to play this level no, this isn't like but I mean, no, but at the same time, you were so excited in the beginning. I don't want to take that away from you. Oh, it's like super exciting and fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I brought it back that fast. What, what that I was meant, fast. What I meant was like, if I had to choose one level to like come back and play, I wouldn't choose this one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I see where you're going. So, um, yeah, let me, let's keep moving on here. Um, there is an interesting bait-and-switch mechanic, though, with the slapping robots. Um, initially, the slapping robots... I didn't even talk about it, but the mechanic is that you actually need to get your butt slapped <laughs> to move on to the next area. Yep. I swear to God, that's what it does. That's exactly what it does. It, sla- it slaps you on the rear, and then it moves you forward. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what, the, that's what that robot is for. It is a groping robot. A robot. It's a Grobot, and I don't want it in my good Christian Mega Man game. <laughs> anyway, that all leading up to this bait-and-switch mechanic that is inter- inter- implemented later, uh, where instead of having the robot slap you on the tush, you actually want to avoid the slaps and just use the platforms that it exists on already mm-hmm. just to move forward, because if it slaps you, it'll probably just slap you off the platform and you'll die. Yeah. That's it's funny. That's a good, it's a good one. So it's an okay. So here we go. There's an interesting mechanic that actually can have some strategic depth to it from a gameplay standpoint. You actually need to give critical thought to whether or not you should be staying on that platform or you should be jumping off of it. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a time limit on that too. Right. It's a three second timer to figure out whether you need to be on that platform or not. Yeah, it's a good puzzle. It's a good puzzle, and it's a good time crunch puzzle, and it's a good mechanic. Why wasn't this just the mechanic, but why was it also just hands? Why couldn't it have been something else? Yeah. Well, I guess we're like in a bounce, big paddle. We're in bounce land. Bouncy castle. Why wasn't it like just like... Yeah, it wasn't. Why wasn't it just like a, a, a shovel that shovels you somewhere? Why did it have to be like real... Not realistic, but like cartoon hands. Right. Oh, it would have been so weird if it was realistic hands. Yeah. Oh my god. And it god. makes like a it makes like a slap sound like that. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, your hand is slightly wet from sweating. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that was in this level. It's like already so far out. <laughs> it's so far out. Anyway, I like this mechanic more than the bouncing. Yeah. If that wasn't yeah. obvious enough. Let's do more of this mechanic. Anyway, they actually do do it a little bit more, but let's move on here. Um, So, yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, obviously the next step that they were going to take with the bouncing ball platform thing was to just (coughs) 
sorry, was to just uh, make singular ball platforms to move forward because, you know, we've run out of creative ideas. <laughs> um, but we make it to a mini boss here, which is a frog robot. Yeah, or like bouncy blow up frog or something. Yeah, it's like a frog that can deflate, but it is also as tough as a robot. Yeah. And then there's like I don't quite... another robot inside it that's blowing it up or something. Yeah, like, is it made of balloon or bounce material or is it a robot? Because if it was made of bounce material, why does it hurt you right. when it runs into you? But like, I don't, I think I'm thinking about this too much. <laughs> Paul, quick, I need a break. I need another break to get my brain on straight. No, my brain's on backwards. Don't stop the break. Don't stop the break. Okay, my head's on straight again. Let's move this party forward. Woohoo, straight sack. I <laughs> love that slide. <laughs> so as you move forward here, um, there is a, another slap room that actually has the hands tiered in such a way that you actually have to be careful in what order you activate the traps so that you make sure that you have enough time to actually cross all the platforms. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about in terms of a good, challenging, strategic design element. Right. Having it in a V formation when you are at the top of the V allows um, allows for strategic decision-making to take place. Do you hit the bottom part of the V while you're on the ladder up and... Do you think you'll have enough time in that three seconds to actually make it past the halfway mark? Right. Or do you try and just kind of hit it with a different weapon, like, all at once? What are you going to do? It's it's a lot of various layers to the strategy here, and you don't actually have to approach it in a singular way. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's not like bouncing. It's, a little, it's like a little mini game. Exactly. It's one of those Mario Party games. Yeah. You know, just minus the cre- creepy slap hand. Anyway. <laughs> there um, would be a creepy little... slap hand in a uh, Mario Party minigame, though. Oh, I mean, there's hundreds of those minigames. I bet there's at least a few yeah. with a creepy slap hand. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in one of the areas of the stage, there's a cool little background object I wanted to call out. Just a blimp kind of flying around in the background. Yeah. Um. But it actually is showing images of Mega Man and Bounce Man and Mega Man and Bounce Man. And like, it's interesting. Is it foreshadowing the fight or did Mega Man perhaps like help Bounce Man before he was converted to like put up like this video on the blimp or something or something like that? I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Either way, we fight another frog robot and again, just like we did in Blockman stage, where the only thing that changes is the environment itself, that's what happens here. Instead of moving platforms, it is, can you guess? <laughs> can you bouncier. just take a guess? It's bouncier! Yeah, it's all bouncing now. So on top of having to do precision shooting to make sure the robot explodes, you need to do that precision shooting while bouncing up and down constantly. Yeah. Which is perfect. It's so easy to, you know, (laughs) make sure that your charged shot actually goes in the direction that you want while you're bouncing. (laughs) Uh. Can we just talk about Bounce Man? Bounce I just man want to himself. talk about Bounce Man. Like, right. let's get let's. I think we're done here. Let's done let's here. move on. Like the rest it's of it night, is again. It's nighttime already. Yeah, you're moving through the little areas here again. It kind of passes through like an Astrodome area. Yeah. Um, and it re-implements the um that bounce thing that All was at stuff. the beginning of the stage. Yeah. 
they were like, oh, wait a minute. We had that thing in the beginning. I, we forgot to use it again. Yeah. Closure. Why, why don't we just use it again? <laughs> this kind of a bouncing I can get behind. You know what? This is actually good implementation of bouncing. Remember before when I yeah, was saying I like that what one. would be good implementation of bouncing? This is good implementation of bouncing. Yeah. This, it doesn't over. It's mechanical. It's strategic. You actually have to aim where you're bouncing. Um, it depends on how high you are in terms of getting the exact speed and distance you need. It's a good implementation of bouncing. It doesn't just shove you in a bouncy room. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about Bounce Man, because we're running so over time. All right, all right. So Bounce Man will bounce around, obviously. <laughs> what? And sometimes we'll stop and throw these long-range punches. Yep. And funnily enough, actually, if you hit him enough, he'll break apart. Into? Five smaller bouncing objects. <laughs> Which is actually weird, because usually when you... So they they can break actually by using the uh this uh weakness against him. But mm. in one of the rare forms of a weakness not actually being a weakness, it breaks him into five different parts and makes him harder to hit. Yeah. So it's not really a weakness, it's more of like a strength modifier. It's like yeah, it's a weakness, but then he gets more defensive. It's like Yeah. And and more agile in attacks more quickly it's like if you were in a bouncy bouncy ball if you were in a bouncing room with like seven like five golf balls that you were also (laughs) trying to dodge and simultaneously hit or one giant beach ball right or like a big medicine ball my god imagine you were in a bouncy house with five bouncing golf balls that'd be horrifying it'd be so painful like (laughs) how could you dodge that you can't it's just everywhere. I would just crawl up into a ball in the corner. Exactly. That's kind of what you had to do if, if Bounce Man ends up breaking apart. You just run into a corner and cry for a while <laughs> until it just stops bouncing. I don't like these balls. And the funny thing is if you keep hitting Bounce Man to the prior, prior to the point of breaking, it just makes him bounce faster. Yeah. And honestly, he seems to enjoy it. Anytime <laughs> you keep hitting him when he's like bouncing around, he's like... Yay! I want to hit me again! I want to go faster! More speed! More! He's like having fun! It's like, oh my god, what is this, a game to you? (laughs) Technically. Actually, you're right. And, uh, actually, once you defeat Bounce Man, you get the, uh, Bounce Ball! Yay! Yay! I know I'm rushing (laughs) right now, but we're... I guess what, like, what else could you even get? You get a deep self-loathing. Yeah. And you're pink. And you're pink. And you shoot balls. Let's do an internet backstory. Internet backstory. According to the Data Log Gallery, Bounce Man was developed as a crash test robot, but his incredible stretching and bouncing abilities led him to become an instructor at the indoor athletics facility Boing Boing Park. Okay. Innocent and optimistic, he can't help bouncing around in joy. Bouncing around in in joy, (laughs) no matter the situation. He tends to accidentally bounce into people and send them flying, making him a bit of a nuisance. Oh my god, that must be hilarious. (laughs) Anyway, his fitness lessons, I don't know. His fitness lessons at Boing Boing Park are a new style of exercise he calls Hopsercise. <laughs> it's like boxing, but on trampolines. <laughs> it's surprisingly popular with middle-aged women. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is a reference to like Zumba or... <laughs> or like Jazzercise or like any of these stupid Ursizes things. Yeah. Um... His funny looks and big round body are a hit with kids, making Bounce Man a household name. Developed in part by Joint R&D, Rebound Rubber, and Momo's Robot Farm. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's <laughs> That's cool. so interesting. 
Um, yeah, that's uh, the most interesting thing that I can find here about Balance Man. Yeah. Um, so, the Internet Backstory done! Internet Backstory. Alright. Oh my god, okay, we're getting, like, you know this how this is a Mega Man game? You know how I know we're talking about a Mega Man game? Um. Our episode lengths are getting back to an hour. Yes. Oh, that's true. There's something to say about each episode. There's so much, and I feel like I have to cherry-pick the best parts. Yeah. There's so much more in my notes here, but uh, I think we're just going to call it there. I mean, honestly, thank you guys again for listening. We really appreciate it. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it really means a lot that you listen. And, I mean, I don't want to speak for Joey, but I'm sure he feels the same. No, I hate you all. <gasps> just kidding, Audible man. Gasp. Just kidding, just kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no yeah thank you guys again so much it really does mean a lot if you want to reach out to us we'd love to hear from you seriously uh you can email us at it's the extreme at gmail.com that's i-t-s-t-h-e-x-s-t-r-e-a-m at gmail.com feel free to send us an email or again if you want to follow us on our social stuff again instagram facebook twitter all it's the extreme so look us up um and I guess in the in the vein of full transparency here, uh, we're going to be actually putting Mega Man 11 on hold for a little bit. True, true. Uh, because Joey, lucky lucky guy he is, is actually going on vacation for a few weeks. What? I know. You can't Did I not tell me you on this? vacation, Zach. God, yeah, put on your hat, your tropical sun hat, and your sunblock, and run out the door. All right, fine. I'm, I'll go to You Thailand. go and enjoy yourself. <laughs> so Joey's going to be unavailable to record for a few weeks, so you'll, you'll have just my dulcet tones for a while. But again, we're going to put Mega Man 11 on hold because I love doing this with Joey. Um, considering we started our entire podcast talking about Mega Man, it seems yes. um, it seems odd to speak about a Mega Man game without him. <laughs> yeah. So... In that vein, I'm thinking up some interesting ideas for next week's episode. So I hope you stay excited. I hope so too. Zach, have some good one-off episodes without me. <laughs> I will try my best. I'm sure they'll be great. <laughs> we'll do what we can. Otherwise, Joey, I hope you have a great vacation. Thank you, sir. Uh, but in the meanwhile, do you want to bounce us out, bounce us out of here? Me? Can you bounce me into the sunset? Yeah, hold on. Okay, just pick me up right there. Okay. Then ready? Now let us and... let's bounce off in the sunset. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, talk to you guys next week. <laughs> oh my butt. <laughs>